Tanya Avery. And I'm Holly Clark, host of the Infuse Classroom Podcast, a proud member of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to right now. The opinions expressed are those of each individual host. Be sure to check out all of our other great podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com and get ready because the learning begins in three, two, one. Welcome to Shooks and Gift. This is season three, episode six. In this episode, we talk about Kim's big milestone, a bunch of Google itty bitties, Google Earth's creation tool, and some great Voyager stories, creating with Chrome, wildlife cams, and presentation coaching. Welcome to Shooks and Gift, the podcast where we share EdTech treasures we love. Each week, we'll share a tool, podcast, tip, or trick with you, our listeners. We are your hosts, Kim Polishuk and Jen Giffen. Let's give it a go. Hey, Kim. Hey, Jen. Why did the boy feel warm on his birthday? <laughs> Why? Because people kept toasting him. <laughs> and here's to you, Shooks. Happy 40th birthday today. Thank you. Yay. Thank She's you. old as dirt. <laughs> oh, that was really sweet. I walked in here and Jen has a happy birthday banner. Which I yes. bought special for you this morning at no, Loblaws for $1.99. <laughs> so there's that, a toonie. Canadian. No, I did. Canadian. Yeah. No, you know what? I have one at home and I meant to bring it. And then I saw it serendipitously and I thought it would be a nice thing to have in here because we do birthdays. And you saw our candle. Explain the candle. Yeah. So she even has cupcakes with a, with a candle on it, a school-friendly candle. Yeah, so I could blow it out and not cause a fire. It's an actual candle, but we just used construction paper to make the flames. So you just <laughs> pretend, it's, you know, fire in school is bad, apparently. And how sweet is she? Of course, I cried. I well, walked in. I'm going to link it. And she has a flip grid that she has made where she has invited people from just friends of ours from all around. Friends. And others. I tweeted it out. She tweeted it out. <laughs> well, when you arrived. To say happy birthday to me. You are the sweetest. Aww. I'm, you really I'm, are. I'm excited. It's your birthday. I'm going to put the link to the um, the Flipgrid, the Happy Birthday Shooks Flipgrid in the notes so that if other listeners who I didn't know how to contact want to wish you a happy birthday in the <laughs> days really, to come, really kind. they can. A good friend of ours, I won't I won't say who it is in case she doesn't want to be known for this, but said, it's my first effing birthday. Yeah. It's my first of 20 effing birthdays. I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm already in there, so I, I feel zero sympathy for you. <laughs> but I will say this is our 42nd episode and this is this or was earlier this year, my 42nd birthday. So it's well, all coming full circle. It's a full family. Yep. And this isn't the first time you surprised me this week. I did. Yeah. I'm full of surprises. It's the last one though. I got no more. In me. So Saturday night, I threw my dad a 70th birthday party. Mm -hmm. You have to understand when I throw a party, I don't just throw a party. No, it's not like me where I just put up a banner and buy some cupcakes. <laughs> this is still very, very nice. I love it. <laughs> but I have this thing about parties and I kind of go big big or go home or go home and I throw games parties but not just like let's play board games I produce game shows yes it is a production it is a production with props and I have I have like graphic designed cards that I have you know properly printed they're they're cardstock they are they are logoed and personalized to the person and it's not the first time I've done it anyway so I did it for my dad and we decided to throw it on November 30th and it never occurred to when's me when's your dad's actual birthday November 18th Got but it. just based on schedules and I was traveling that weekend and this was the right time to do it and 
honest to God, it never occurred to me that it was a few days before my birthday. It just, it just, it was my dad's 70th birthday. So I wasn't, you know, I just wasn't thinking of myself. So the birthday was so much fun. Everybody was into it. Everybody was playing the games, lots of laughing. Cake had already happened. And I'm talking to my girlfriend. That cake was delicious, by the way. Okay, so we can pause for a second and I'll tell you about this cake. For any of you who live in Ontario, I don't know how widespread Longos is. Is it across Canada? Or I think so. It? Okay, so Longos. I don't even know if I should be saying this because I don't want people to like take my cake. No. Oh, Longos has a cake. Okay, I'll say it. Is it like a secret menu? Like, you know, no burger? So every time we serve this cake, people pull us aside and say, what was that cake? That's a Longo's cake? I thought it was a custom. It is a Longo's cake. But here's the key. When you go to Longo's, you have to say, I want your double fudge chocolate cake. But I don't want the LaRocca cake. I want the Longo's double fudge chocolate cake. And sometimes you even have to say, you know, the one from the back. Like, you have to make sure it's the Longo's brand. It was delicious. It is like no other cake. If you like chocolate. Like, if, oh, yeah, you have to like my, chocolate. My son, William, doesn't like chocolate, so he would have he would hated that cake. You have to like chocolate. I love the chocolate. The reason is, it's chocolate fudge everywhere. Like, it's... it's oh, it was it's, chocolate fudge everywhere, all right. It's on top. There's no icing. It's like chocolate fudge is the icing, so it's on top and oh, it's in the middle. so... Yeah, it's it's nuts. Effing good. <laughs> like, if we're going to talk about that, it was really good. Okay. By effing, I meant fudging. Oh, of course. Okay, just clearing up because you looked at me like I shouldn't have said it. Like, I don't know what other words you were thinking of. Back to the surprise. Back to the surprise. So cake has happened. Everybody's sung happy birthday. And we turn. I'm just talking to my girlfriends who came with me to help me facilitate all the games. And all of a sudden, I hear another happy birthday song. And I don't know what's going on. So I turn around and I see who was holding the cake. Mark. Mark was holding. My husband was holding the cake, walking in. And then I look to the right and I see you, yep. and I see my other good friend, Erica, and you walked in, and I started tearing, and everybody was thinking for me, and I was so confused, it was and I was like, this cute. is my dad's party, what's going on? Yeah, your mom, so Kim's mom was quite the ninja, and reached out and got all of our, well, mine and Erica's numbers. Because Karen and Heidi yeah, were Karen, already there. Exactly, and she was hoping they'd come too, but then you yeah. roped them in already. Um, yeah, and just ask if we would come and help make the day a bit more special for you, given that it was a special birthday for you, and that you had done so much for your dad, so selflessly, right around your own birthday anyway. So. It was very sweet. Yeah. Yeah. I might even be starting my own party business. I know that's what you said. I'm like, because you don't, you don't have I enough. I don't have to enough do. jobs, oh and that's not the only thing I've got in the back. But oh that's okay. God. That's for another episode when it's actually formally happening. Maybe I'll announce it on the podcast. Oh, I would love that. Yeah. Okay. So we have some Flipgrid posts, and we not just do, not happy just birthday me, to you. <laughs> but like legit listeners. Yeah. Lisa Marie Bennett from Texas wrote She to made us. me so happy because I know. not only did she call me Kiki, which is <laughs> very funny. I still have to show that to my brother. He's going to get a kick out of it. But she likes our show notes. She appreciates them. Yeah, that was great feedback. And she's been binge listening, listening she said. And uh, she said she did notice a change in the mic. Yeah. Which, Which is, is great. Because I, I don't. I but. don't. But as long as someone does, then great. Super. So thank you for listening, Lisa. And Anita Gledhill. And Oh, and if you ever do want us to come to Texas, especially oh. in the winter. Yeah, TCEA, we're in. I'm in. Make it happen. <laughs> um, Anita Gledhill, our neighbor from the Peel. Yes. Uh, wrote us about a new extension called Slip and Slide, which I, I saw it come in, but and I've seen it tweeted out, but I haven't tried it yet. I tried it. I might. I have to spend some more time with it. I tried it really quickly. I haven't gotten it to work yet. But if it works the way she says it's going to work, that's pretty awesome. Okay. Let's park it. Yeah. And maybe next episode. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
I have a whole bunch of itty bitty shooky giffies. Okay, go for it. Okay, quick, like rapid fire. Do you remember last episode when I said, when you said, if anyone's listening in time and a half, no one's going to have a, an idea what you said. And it's going to be like only audible or only audible to dogs. Audible or... dogs. When we came to that part, because I, I listen, as I've you mentioned a few times, I, I always listen in double screen. I was like, oh, Kim was right. I had no idea what I, I, I couldn't even remember what I said. I had so, is that our last episode, the, the Bieber, was that the last one that we did or the two, uh, ago, the two episodes ago? That, that one was Accessibility so Baby much was fun. last episode. It was so much fun. I went home. I actually wrote Kim when we go back. I'm like, I had so much fun recording. And I think it was such a contrast to the week before, a really yeah. short episode yeah. when we were both stressed and trying to run around and do things. And, and we were like, oh, we really need to record, but we don't really have time. We just and, laughed so hard. And, and authentically, anyway. My itty bitty shooky giffies. Yes. Let's get to it. So first of all, Smart Compose is coming to Google Docs. Yes. You may have seen this already in Gmail, Gmail. if you use it. It's uh, AI that uh, happen when you're typing, it suggests words that you could type and are coming up. Uh, you push, I think it's like the space right bar. space bar or the right to like the right arrow, something like that. I don't know. I, I sort of in instinctively do it. I think maybe it's both. At any rate, um, it's now coming to Google Docs in a new beta. So when you are typing in online, I understand I, from what I read, I don't think Not it's in the offline. app or, or in the app. Yeah. It's only when you're like in Chrome, let's say on the web browser, using it on the web browser, uh, it will start suggesting things that might help, which is pretty it's amazing. An accessibility piece as well. It's also pretty frightening. Frightening. The robots. Oh yeah, remember that? The robots. Uh, yeah. Hey, guess what? They're not coming anymore. They're here. I know. Right here. <laughs> in my Google Doc. Okay, that's the first one. Second one is uh, Google Sites is coming up with four new improvements. So you will be able to uh, add captions to images in the image carousel, which I think is pretty cool. You'll be able to set transition speed for the image carousel. Again, very cool. You might need to... I, I don't know if it's going to be equal or if you'd be able to stay on some a bit longer. I haven't seen it yet. You are able to hide headings from a table of contents. That I really like. Tell I, me why. Because I was like, why don't you do that? Well, because sometimes you have things listed as heading types for the look of it. But you, when you have your table of contents, you don't necessarily need all of those headings oh, listed yeah, in there. Okay. So now you can hide them. Oh, very cool. And you will be able to have a different styling options for buttons on site. So different colors and things like that. So they're allowing you to personalize it, but still maintain that really professional look. The last itty bitty that I have is drive file suggestions in Google Chrome. So as you may know, when you're in Google Chrome, if you search in the URL bar, uh, sometimes it will show up with different uh, items that you have in your Google Drive. But up to this point, it's only been items that you've previously opened in Chrome. What they're doing now is making that URL search bar, if I've read this properly, that it will search anything in your drive. So when you start typing, let's say, shooks and gif, even if I haven't opened it in my Chrome browser before, it might find it still in my so Google Drive. So it's been shared with you, but you've never accessed it, but sure. it's in your drive somewhere. So yeah, basically, you don't have to go into Drive anymore to find something. You can just go into the Chrome URL bar and it will search there as well as the web. So it's a, a double search feature. You you have a are you into your big one? You've been waiting for I've been waiting for so months. Years. I've been long. I've <laughs> been long. Friggin'? Friggin. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so finally we were thrilled that the Google Earth creation tool has been released. Now I gotta say, this was supposed I heard rumors where it was coming out at the end of October, and then it didn't, and then I texted I texted somebody and I said, what are the odds that it would be out by November 20th? Because that was our district's Quest conference. Yes. And I really wanted to showcase it in our Quest playground. Yes. And who knows? He didn't get back to me, understandably. He probably didn't have an answer to that. But 
wouldn't you know that the morning of the conference, my friend, I said to my friend, you know, I really, I really wanted to demo this, this tool. I can't show it to you. It's under NDA, but you know, eventually you're going to see something that's brand new in Google earth. Yep. And he goes like this. I'm like, no, no, no. You, you, he's looking over my shoulder onto my computer screen and he's like that button. I'm like, yeah, that button. He's like, yeah, I have that. I have that. And I said, no, 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 you don't understand. You don't have this button because yeah. it's it's not out yet. It's only in beta. He's like, yeah, no, and no. You, you were in the beta, so you yeah. you thought it was yeah. just He's your. Yeah. Like, no, no. Look, I have it. And wouldn't you know that that morning, twenty minutes earlier, it had been released. I know. So I was able to showcase uh, the Earth Creation tool for the the next three days. And I was thinking about you because I saw it come out that morning, and I knew that it was Quest, and I wasn't there. I was here at the school, and I thought, oh, I wondered. And then, sure enough, boom, your tweet came out. Oh, and I was so ecstatic I was so for you. So happy. So, what is this Earth Creation tool? Solid gold is what it is. Yes, it is. It's effing fantastic. <laughs> We're for sure losing listeners. I apologize. All, all the sponsors that we have are running to the hills. There go all the water bottle contracts. So what is this tool? Uh, okay, so if you know we have Google Earth Voyages, that's the, the steering wheel, like the, the boat, the ship steering mm-hmm. wheel on the side yep. of Google Earth. When you click on that, you are taken into these layers that you compile on top of Earth, which give you content about uh, thematic content. So you can see an Earth voyage about uh, Indigenous cultures across Canada. The one we were showcasing at Quest was the residential school system in Canada. You, but you can see all these different beautiful content pieces about yep. uh, across curriculum areas. Yeah. That's content consumption. What we've been waiting for is content creation. Now we have the Earth creation tool which allows students, staff, anybody yep to create their own voyages. And what I love about the promotional video that Google has made is it's not just students creating them. They show students creating them. They show Way a to go. family. Way to go, Micah. Yeah, Micah, <laughs> Cammy, Micah Shippy. Nicely done, Ready Learner One company. Yep. They have Micah talking about how he used the Earth Creation Tool with his students to mm-hmm. share information about the local waterway, which actually will streamline nicely into what I'm going to talk about next. Mm-hmm. Uh, they showed a family who wanted to track the history of their of of their generations using this tool, and they showed an environmental corporation who was using the Earth Creation Tool to showcase the work that they're doing in the environment. Yeah, yeah, it's, so it's pretty awesome. I, it's a great it's a great promo video. And I think the best piece about it is it's such an easy interface. I'm not going to go into how to step by step because there's plenty of resources out there already. And we will certainly link to some of them in the show notes, which happy to know people are using. Uh, but at, just at least one, at least one person, at least Lisa using. Marie, Thank Lisa you. Marie, check it out. <laughs> Uh, but what I love about it is it's just a few clicks. You can add your own content, your own written work, your pictures, videos. And the best part is, just like all the other Google creation tools, you can collaborate. Yeah. You can share yeah. it with another person and work collaboratively. So question for you, and this might be us um, looking into the crystal ball of the future of Google. Do you think this is signaling the sunset of Tour Builder? I do. I do too. I do. So this is actually... But I think it's so much more powerful. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And user-friendly because I've I've used it and it's awesome. Yeah. I mean, I think if you look at the URL for Tour Builder, it's a with Google. Yes. And we know that the with Googles are often experimental pieces. Now, Tour Builder has been around forever Yes. in the lifespan of our time in this work. Yes. (laughs) But I do think that it... I mean, and I have no insider information on this, but my guess would be that it would be sunsetted as the new creation tool is now embedded within Earth. What I am waiting for, of course, this is me 
I get what I want finally, and then I ask for more. <laughs> this is great, but now I want this. <laughs> um, the collaboration piece is, of course, why I love it the most. Yep. I have noticed that the in order to see what my partner that I'm collaborating with has done, it does require a refresh oh, okay. of the page. So I do want. I am looking forward to the day when, just like a doc, it's it, live. We know that's Google's jam. Yeah. So they'll do it. Yeah. Cool. Do you want to talk about your link to the water now? I do. I do. Do that now. Okay. So one of the Earth Voyager stories is called Blue Gold, Our Lakes, Our Lives. And this Earth Voyager story is created by Peter Cameron. Joel, oh my gosh, I did not know he was in this. Mm. I only looked at the first name. <laughs> Do you know Peter? Peter's great. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, take two. Uh, it was created by Peter Cameron, who is an incredible educator from Thunder Bay, Ontario. Joel Charlebois, who we know. Uh, Absol. Oh, he's in this too. <laughs> Clearly, I did my research. Absol teaches at a private school here in York, Toronto. York that we, school, right? New York, York school, school, yeah. yeah. We, we cross paths with him a lot. He's a great educator. Uh, Jessica Walsh. Do I know Jessica? <laughs> I, I don't, if you do. I know. And Brooke Whitlow. Hey, Brooke. Brooke? Yeah, from the States, right? I don't know. I don't know that name. Is that Wait. the Brooke I'm thinking about? Brooke Whitlow? Brooke, is that you? There's got to be a lot of them. Kygo, yeah, she teaches with Donnie in Thank that you. area. Okay. Well, if that's the same Brooke, hi, Brooke. Whenever I work with Brooke, I always walk away with a Southern accent. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, I, like, I always, I don't know. If that's Brooke. If it's a different Brooke oh. Whitlow from Canada, which might make, make more a lot more sense. sense. <laughs> We're happy to meet you. Brooke. We're looking forward to meeting you. Anyway, sidetrack. This is a Google Earth Voyager story about the Great Lakes and why are they are our most valuable resources. And this, this Voyager story actually stemmed from an experience that Peter had with his son a few years ago. They were walking along one of the Great Lakes in Thunder Bay, and they crossed paths with a woman dressed in traditional Anishinaabe clothing. So she's an indigenous um, population Nation. In, in Ontario. Yeah. Um, she was carrying a copper bucket and a staff and they inquired what she was doing and she was protecting the water and she was making sure that it was staying safe. And a little while later, they had her speaking in his class talking about the Water Walker Project. The Water Walker Project is where people adopt a body of water. My and, family and, has. Yeah. Yeah, we, we became junior water walkers, my sons and I, for the Mill Pond, which is yeah, a, a yeah, pond close yeah. to our house. Yeah. And the idea is you adopt this body of water and you make a commitment to protect it and make sure that yeah. it stays um, healthy, clean, and, and that people respect it. And so Peter Cameron has created this Junior Water Walkers Project, and it is now all over the province, and it is a pretty big deal. He was actually named Geography Teacher of the Month at one point. By Canadian Geographic. Yes, so that's a big deal. And uh, we're going to link to information about the Junior Water Walker Project, because although it stemmed from the Great Lakes, it is a philosophy that applies to anywhere around the world. Yeah protecting our water, making sure that we keep our earth the yeah. way it was intended to and, be. And Nokomis Josephine, Josephine Mandeman. Mandeman, as I think I said. She actually yes. passed she uh, did. a number of, well, in the last six months, I want to say. And on the Twitter community that I'm part of with on-end mentors and that, it was a big loss because yes. Peter has done a really great job at, at using his privilege to give voice to um, that sort of beliefs of the Anishinaabe people yes. and, and their value for the water as we should all respect. And I believe her granddaughter is continuing her legacy. Yeah. 
I think her granddaughter had a big say in the Water Walker the book. The picture book. The picture book that's been put out. And if you're any educator, but certainly in Canada, you need to check this out. It's, it's written and illustrated by Joanne Robertson. It's fabulous. I actually have it here in my library in a high school because I think it can teach us a lot. So the work that Peter did with the Junior Water Walkers Project rolled into this Blue Gold, Our Lakes, Our Lives Voyager story that Google produced in, in uh, partnership with him, those other educators that we mentioned, and Google Earth Education Experts. So that is available right now on Google Earth. Awesome. And feel free to create your own now with the creation tool. That's awesome. That's awesome. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shift us but keep on the creation. Yes. Last week, I want to say, Brian Briggs reached out to me and asked if I would like to be part of an initiative with him and uh, with Ryan O'Donnell and Andy Losick. And they're, we're going to do a Chrome Advent activity um, calendar of sorts, if you'll say, and you can find it at bit.ly forward slash create advent with a capital C and a capital A. And if you go to that site, you'll not only get this fabulous MIDI, <laughs> But it will take you Wonderful to the time of the year. I don't know, though, because we had quite the ice storm come through here, and it was pretty brutal the other day. Anyway, it's an, a holiday advent calendar for different activities to create within the Chrome browser. And the idea is these are not lesson plans. They're just like, hey, give this a try. And then either we have decks that you can build into, or it can be um, create this and then tweet it out with the hashtag create with Chrome. And it's just to give us all an opportunity in December to create with the hope that you might um, have something um, awoken in you to realize, hey, this could be used in the way I teach in this way. So, so far we have three days and on day one, we had an introduce yourself. So it was a, a collaborative slide deck. People, you know, threw in there that they wanted to do that. The second day, uh, uh, Ryan ran it and it's all about creating an avatar and he has two, wow. four, six, eight, ten, twelve different sites where you can create oh different kinds God. of avatars of yourself. There's my Androdify. Yeah. My, like I made it. Yes. Um, yeah, we did that. I really like this Funko one. So I made and I, I tweeted that out. And then today is Andy's and he says, okay, take the avatar. I get so emotional, baby. Right? That was what it was called. Um, and in this one, he goes to avatar.fo.to. And it's different things that you can do with photos that you have. And so I created a little cube oh. where it's my picture on the top and then it rotates through the badges for the Google Innovator and all that program and my smart and pretty sticker. But there's a whole bunch of different things you can do. And it's just fun. And people, it's actually got a lot of traction. We have a little, like a chat on, uh, on Twitter where Brian keeps posting like the number of impressions and stuff. And we're floored at how this has taken off and how much people are engaging in these just fun little, you know, could be five minute activity, could be like a full, you know, hour, two hours, depending on what you want to, things that people are doing with their classes That's individually. Great. So if you're looking for just like a fun little creation activity, I like you the can puzzle. Go yeah. And I like that they're all Britney Spears. I know. That's all the example that we're looking at right now on avatar.fo.to um, is all Britney, which is great. It goes along with our Justin theme. It's true. Um, anyway, yeah, it's it's fun. It's every day. We have different sort of levels of things. I have mine in there, but now that we've done some, I'm like, oh, I'm going to switch this to that. And so for the next, um, well, 22 days. 22 days now. Um, you have some creating to do, my friends. So again, it's at bit.ly forward slash create advent with capital C and A. And of course, we'll link it for Lisa Marie in the show notes. If you want to know why I burst into song, it's because oh, the yes. slide that she was looking at said at the top, I get so emotional, baby. <laughs> she Not just, just because. She's so emotional about the creation. It just came to me. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it's, 
it's fun to see how we all, the four of us, think about how we can create things differently and just the simplicity of it that we could show students in a variety of levels. I love it. All right, I'm up. Since we're talking about the earth, then we're talking about creation with the earth and yeah. respecting the earth. Um, while I was at Quest, I was showing somebody how to use Google Earth and mm -hmm. she was from a kindergarten class and how she was gonna use the creation tool. I said, what are you working on right now? And she's like, oh, we're, you know, we're studying animals around the world. I said, great. So we explored how you might use the content creation tool mm -hmm. to uh, as, as a shared learning experience with her students. Okay. And then I said to her, have you ever seen wildlife cams? And she said, what are you talking about? I said, oh, you're in for a treat. So I pulled out my Toby collection. You of... are making Toby collections like a rock star. Am I? Yeah. Well, Everywhere I turn, there's a different Kim Toby collection that I love. If you don't know, we've talked about the Toby um, Chrome extension before as a way, excuse me, as a way to um, curate all of your uh, bookmarks or all of your websites, websites content. digital content yeah. in one space. We use it like, okay, I have an on the go. So once that I need to click quickly, I have certain projects that I'm working on, classes when they come into the learning commons. But Kim is now using them not only as that, but she'll curate a bunch and then push out the... Uh, the Toby collection so that you have all the links in one area. It's sort it's of similar to your Wakelet. I was going to say, it's like yeah. Wakelet light. Yes. No. Yeah. Wakelet, I think in, I put a lot more into it in terms of like, okay, let's make it look nice and let's have yeah. info between. But if you just want like a quick curation, oh, yeah. um, almost like a multimedia tech set, but again, you just like a place to go, but it still looks nice. It, yeah. Toby's great for that. Anyway, I digress. So I made a wildlife uh, Toby, which is basically a collection of live cameras positioned around the world that are centered on wildlife mm -hmm. so i showed one to her and her eyes bugged out of her head because oh, she would, thought would we were looking at a hyena drinking water from a pond and another one was crocodiles walking and it's not like they're in a zoo we're looking at it right now those eyes are spooky we're looking at what are we looking at it, it's the it's the uh tembe elephant, elephant park, park in south, south africa i was like why is it so dark right because it's nighttime, it's nighttime. and she's like even that she, she said to me why is it so dark i said because it's on the other side of the world it's it's nighttime and, and she goes go. oh my god that even itself i can explain to them about the, the times during the day and time change yeah. you take it home at night and watch it with your family so and that you'll see in the morning and she just loved it oh my gosh i just went to the one for the vancouver aquarium and their otters and otters are the cutest I know it's a really good ad. <laughs> when I was when I was in Monterey, look at how cute they are. When I was in yeah. Monterey, the, they have in Seaside they have this really famous and well in Monterey they have this very famous aquarium, yes. and the otters are their thing. And I bought these cute pajama bottoms that, with all these cute little drawn otters, and it says I'm utterly exhausted. <laughs> They're so cute. So is... yeah, there are some that are stationed in aquariums. Like look, there are the otters swimming in there. But uh, there are the, the ones that I absolutely adore are the ones all around oh, African safaris. Yeah, yeah. And it's pretty, it's just remarkable. It's remarkable to feel that connection. How did you find all the of these? Um, I came across this one by accident. So this is Hancock Wildlife Foundation. Yeah. And it's two eagles, it's two cameras or a few cameras on eagle nests. And I happened to come across it by accident and I, and I was miraculous. How do you accidentally come I don't, across I don't know. You're but so weird. I might have been looking up birds for a project with my son, and then I came across it. I don't know. <laughs> I'm dying. But when we looked at... You know, when I'm surfing the web, I just come across eagle's nests. <laughs> but when I got on it, I saw that there was a mom feeding its babies, and I was mesmerized, and I just kept watching it. Now, sometimes it's a live camera, so you're looking at the nests right now, and they're empty. Good morning. But oh you God, can find so many amazing cameras that you can look at. Just the same, I have linked in 
I have linked in this. So I have linked in the underwater cameras from Google Earth because somebody said Street View. Is there Street View underwater? And there is now Street View underwater. It's hard to find when you're just searching through Street View, but this website. Look at that turtle. This website has underwater. Yeah, curated the underwater examples of Street View. So I included that, even though it's not live. It is. It is a great resource. Indonesia. Oh, I'm I'm taking this home and showing my kids tonight. Anyway, this so I dinner. thought I dinner thought dinner at the Giffins. I thought it's a really great resource if you wanted just to collect them um, and have a sense of what what wildlife there is around the world and how can we connect. Actually, I am now using this mm-hmm. Toby collection in my latest land acknowledgement. Oh, very cool. Because it's really, it's this amazing feeling when you're watching this wildlife across the other side of the world, mm-hmm. knowing they're on the earth, we're on the earth. This is, this is, it's just it's not just connection. People. It's a connection yeah. to the land. That's beautiful. It's a connection to the land. I love it. I just, it, you reminded me when you said all the Toby collections, um, because I was talking about the content creation tool last time, I have started a Toby collection of all of the examples that are being shared on the hashtag earth stories if you are creating content with the earth creation tool the hashtag on twitter is hashtag earth stories and i have curated a whole bunch of them um, a lot of them to give him credit are from josh williams he's my geo guru along with donnie um donnie osmond Osmond, he's phenomenal (laughs) i hope piercy listens to this Amazing. They kind of look the same. Donny Osmond or Donny Piercy. That's amazing. Um, uh, I have collected them all and I have shared that out on Twitter and I will continue to add to it so that you have exemplars to share with your students. Yeah, I actually thought when I first saw this, one of the, where it said Toby in here in our notes, I thought that's what you were going to share. Because that was a phenomenal. Oh yeah, it got a lot of traction too. It got tons of traction. I know, it made me really happy. So you know how I use Nuzzle? Yeah. And it curates um, my top five stories. It showed up. Two days oh, later, as one kidding. of my top five that oh, was trending on my Twitter feed. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, it was really cool. Okay, uh, my my last one. Yeah. Uh, this has been out for a bit, but I just heard about it from Jonathan Wiley on the um, EdTech Takeout. He was talking about the PowerPoint presentation coach. What the coach does is it allows you when you go into PowerPoint online, and yes, you can do it online, right? You log in with your, your Microsoft account. Oh, 365, yeah? yeah. Correct. And you can go to slideshow. I think I only tried this once. Yes. Under the slideshow, one of the options you'll see, it says rehearse with coach. So when I click that, I have just an old slide deck of one of my Ignite talks here. It will load my Ignite talk and it says, okay, start rehearsing. And you click a little red button that says start rehearsing. And it says it'll give you feedback about how you're presenting. Wow. So as I go, I can start talking and I can say, this is, you know, what pancakes can teach us about assessment. And we're good. It says, oh, look, you've used, you know, a couple of times. So it notices your verbal tics. Now at the end, when you're done, you click end it. There's a little like end End show. show button. And what it does is it then gives me all the these data. statistics. Wow. So how long it took you, the number of t- slides you rehearsed, the pace, so your words per minute to know if you're going really quickly, like Jen Giffen talks really fast. Um, it <laughs> this, shows overall, it shows you a green area of your pace where you should be. And you'll see when I was speaking, it was, of you course, You know what this quickly. would be really helpful for? Uh, presentations for students. Or when you're rehearsing for an Ignite. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Amazing. Um, sensitive phrases. So this is a cool thing too. So if you've actually said something like, oh, um, so we all sat down and we had a powwow about this meaning meeting, it'll say that's actually not culturally sensitive because a powwow is a very sacred thing for indigenous people. So we don't want to use it in that way. So there might be words or terms or phrases that you use that you don't even realize are culturally insensitive. And it also gives you fillers. So now I did when I went through a whole presentation, I said like a thousand times. And for some reason, it didn't pick that up. So it's not, you know, fail proof, but it's a really great way to rehearse and get some feedback other than just the old way of like looking in a mirror or recording and seeing it yourself. Cause sometimes you don't hear your own verbal tics. So all that's done in PowerPoint. And in my case, I just downloaded one of my Google slides. And when you download it, does it as a PowerPoint, I uploaded it into PowerPoint online and off to the races. Amazing. It was really cool. And I see a lot of ways that we can use this as presenters, student. as adults and our students can use it. Totally. Assessment as learning potential. Yeah, really great. I have one last piece of information okay. and it's kind of I sad know, I news. saw you write this down there. Justin Bieber has not come to my school yet. <laughs> so I just want to I say it to slowly. You, I was, two, I got worried when you wrote that. I'm like, what, what happened? 201 <laughs> York Land Street, Richmond Hill. Justin, if you're listening, could you just do me a little favor and like a tweet? Do us a solid, Justin. Just two Canadian Beeps. girls. Two Canadian girls. We're teachers. Just do us a little favor. We understand that you're probably in Miami right now with your smoking hot wife. And we're not asking you to reply or retweet. Just, you know, a little like. We'll get notified. I actually want him to show up at my school. <laughs> I had a full-on dream that he showed up at my school. It was hilarious. Full dream. I was, and I woke up and like, I'm thinking way too much you about this. Effing crazy. I'm effing crazy. Okay. Yeah. On that note, it's time to effing split. <laughs> so there we go. Okay. Happy birthday, my friend. Thank you very much. We'll be even older the next time we meet. Yes, we will. <laughs> um, oh, and this is it. Oh, yeah. Right. Not forever. Not forever. Oh, yeah. That's not like, and we're done. <laughs> and, goodbye. And goodbye. No. Uh, Mid-season break. We will not be doing, right? We're not going to do we're midterms not, yeah, this year. We're not going to do midterms this year. We are going to take a break. And we will return in the new year. New year sometime, January, February, look Somewhere for us. There. You'll see we'll a tweet. Do, we'll do another half season. Yeah. We, we did six episodes now, maybe another six, maybe eight. We usually go a little bit longer. Yeah. And maybe, maybe. Justin Bieber will show up in my school? Maybe. Oh my gosh. Imagine. Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year. That's it for this week. If you like what you heard, please subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you think others might enjoy some of this learning, please give us a rating. Show notes for this and all episodes can be found at shooksandgif.com. That's S-H-U-K-E-S-A-N-D-G-I-F-F.com. As always, we would love to hear your ahas on the Anchor app. On our website, on the Embedded Flipgrid. Or by tweeting at us, sending us an email. Or talking to us in real life. I'm Kim Polishuk, and I can be found on Twitter at Kim Polishuk. And I'm Jen Giffen, and I can be found at Virtual GIF with two Fs. Thanks for listening to Shooks and GIF. And as always, have an aha, give it a go. Shooks and GIF is a proud member of Voice Ed Radio. Your voice is right here. For more great content, go to voiced.ca. You know, when I'm surfing the web, I just come across eagles' nests. <laughs> it's not like it's...
born. It's like educational. Maybe to some. <laughs> well, actually, what I saw when I got on there. This episode is X-rated. <laughs> okay. It's gone. It's crossed a line. 